What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage, all the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. Networking is a value exchange. A lot of times, and I see like even like recruiters that I mentor and coach or people I've managed before, they go into the network and they go into the community about thinking about what they can take yeah. from the network and what they can take mm-hmm. from the community. And there's nothing wrong with that. You go out, you go network for that. So to yeah. get something, but also think about what value can I add yeah. to my network in my community? Because that's what it is, is a value exchange. Yeah. Anytime you go to a tech conference, anytime you go to a mixer, anytime you go to a, even a non-industry event where people are just around, mm-hmm. think about like, okay, yeah, you know, these people can do this for me, but what can I do for people? Yeah, exactly. Right? So for a recruiter, that's why I said you should be you should be doing resume breakdown sessions like like I'm doing. You should be um, coaching people. You should be doing the greater good. You know, that keeps your skills sharp. Yeah. That keeps you in the know of what's really going on in the market. Because networking being a value exchange is, is deposits and, and withdrawals. Mm-hmm. You know, and I feel like, you know, a lot of times people, they withdraw from people way too much. So as y'all know, we're always talking about breaking into tech, scaling in tech, starting your own tech business. And one of the key components of breaking into tech is actually knowing how to interview, knowing how your resume should look, knowing how to reach out and interact with tech recruiters, hiring managers, and others with the companies that you would like to work at. So one of the most valuable pieces of that component is the knowledge that we gain from tech recruiters and taking a step further, senior level tech recruiters. We've noticed that our audience that you all prefer, uh, you enjoy at least whenever we're talking to different tech recruiters. So today we have a senior level tech recruiter that's recruited at a variety of different tech companies, has a wealth of knowledge and information, um, is uh, is friends with some of the tech recruiters that you've all seen on the podcast. Uh, and so we thought that it would be incredibly valuable. Um, something that we were really excited about having is having this guest on today who is Bobby. Uh, so, bro, thank you so much for being here on Tech is a New Black. Hey, man, I'm happy to be here, man. Thank you so much. Yeah, bro. Yeah, man. So I'm hyped to have you here as well. You definitely came highly recommended. Uh, and so, yeah. So also for those of y'all that are in the Patreon community that are watching the stream right now, I know that a lot of y'all have questions that you want to ask. So again, y'all don't have to wait until this airs publicly for everyone else. Uh, you can actually start go ahead and getting ready to post your questions in the chat right away. So that way in the end, uh, Bobby and I can address the questions that you all have exclusively for him. So, um, bro, yeah. So, man, so hyped to have you, dude. So, bro, let's let's go ahead and jump straight into it, man. Let's do it. So, so just a list of some of the different tech companies. What are some of the different tech companies that you have been a recruiter for? Yeah, sure. So um, one company that I worked at was called Pentair. They make like mm-hmm. water quality systems, a lot of the filters and filtration systems that you find like in pools, spas, um, even in like, you know, restaurants or even in your own home. 
you know, we had engineers that made all of those. So I was a tech recruiter. I did all the R&D engineering, but also all the tech, right? So a lot of their products were could be controlled through like a mobile app. Yeah. So yeah, I was going to ask how the, I was like, okay, where's the tech component at? Yeah, so yeah. I'm thinking like maybe, okay, hardware tech, but okay, so the software you saying is yeah. mobile? Yeah, so the tech recruiting, so it was R&D recruiting, but then there was tech recruiting I was doing. So the okay. tech recruiting I was doing is like in this autonomous, you know, IOT, Internet, Internet of Things type of world we live in, everything can be controlled through like a mobile app. Mm-hmm. So I was literally like recruiting like Android developers um, that were like, you know, developing these apps, connecting it to the cloud, connecting it to the IOT and collecting all the data. Yeah. So that was that was, you know, the, the tech recruiting I was doing there. Mm-hmm. Um, then there was another company called Eaton. Uh, which is very very similar. They do, like they do like power management systems. So I was brought in to recruit their whole software division. Okay, right? okay. So now, so now you you went from it just being app developers to now, which app developers are software engineers to a degree as well. It's just yeah. they have a focus on apps. To now, just all software right. engineers. Exactly. So they had both like actual widgets, but they mm-hmm. also had like software products, right? Okay. That like actually like you know like Android software back end front end yeah. on their applications where you can control the systems you know from there. So I was responsible for all of their what they call the digital footprint, their mm-hmm. digital division, right? So it was uh, front end developers that I was recruiting for, back end developers, so even some full stack people, mm-hmm. um, cybersecurity. I did a lot of that at Eaton yeah. um, to secure the grid, the power grid. So that was a company I worked at, and also Amazon Web Services. Mm-hmm. Um, I was a senior tech recruiter there. And basically, we all know what that is. That's the cloud, right? Yeah. So basically, those are a list of some of the companies I worked at. Yeah, we've had a couple. Uh, uh, we've had a well, we've had one, no, two guests uh, who, who've been at AWS who've been here, and one of them actually is a principal, um, uh, principal cloud developer. Mm-hmm. Uh, shouts out to Ed, um, who was on here recently, who dropped some really good nuggets in, in gems. Oh, uh, well, he, he's actually he's he's no longer there, but he used to work um, at, at uh, AWS and he transitioned on. So that's super dope. You know, this is a sidebar question. Um, and this is a complete sidebar question. What are some of the pressures that a recruiter has to deal with when it comes to recruiting? Because I'm, I'm thinking about you saying, okay, you've been a, tech, a technical recruiter for these different companies. On one end, okay, you're a technical recruiter for a company where you were just over recruiting for people who are developing apps. But then the next company, you were over all of the software engineers, including cybersecurity. Mm-hmm. So it's like whenever someone, whenever people are not performing at a company, does that ever come back on the recruiter? Like, let's say it's like, okay, a volume of people that aren't performing. And it's right. like, yo, all of these people were recruited mm-hmm. through you. Is there any pressure that's placed on a, a recruiter? Well, I think like a, a, a great recruiter and a recruiter that's really, really passionate about their work. Mm-hmm. I think they definitely care about the longevity of the candidates they hire. Yeah. Right. One of the, I started my, the first half of my career was agency recruiting. Okay. And then one of the reasons why I made the transition over to corporate recruiting is because I felt like I was I had more stake in making a quality hire. Okay. So I take a lot of pleasure, and I can speak to a lot of other you know corporate recruiters or tech recruiters mm-hmm. who kind of feel the same way. I take a lot of pl- pleasure in my candidates doing well. I've had candidates that end up you know working their way up and became hiring managers, and next thing I know, I'm partnering with somebody I used to recruit. Oh, that's crazy! You know, trying to find them like a software engineer or a machine learning engineer. Yeah. So I take great pride in that, and I think I put you know a lot of onus on that mm-hmm. because I definitely want to see my candidates succeed not only in the interview but when you get here, right? Yeah. 
So that's one thing. In, in regards to the pressures, I think, you know, a, a lot of people don't know, like, tech recruiting, especially, in, like, in big tech, it's a lot of pressure. Yeah. There's a lot of things that you have to keep up with. And I think um, a, a good recruiter has to know the market. You know, you need to know where talent is migrating. Um, you have to know the different, like, like hubs, the tech hubs. Like, mm -hmm. why are people coming to Atlanta? Why are people going to D.C.? Why are people moving from the West Coast to the East Coast? Right, because your hiring managers are going to rely on you to know what's going on outside. So when you say why are people, are you saying why are tech companies doing that? Or is the recruiters like one of the things that's valuable for them to know is why are actual people like individuals moving to those? Yeah, the, the talent migration. Yeah. Right. So we have to help hiring managers and key you know, decision makers strategize. Yeah. And they rely on us to do that. So you have to know what's going on in the talent market. Mm -hmm. You also have to know what's going on financially. Right. So when we're, you know, negotiating salaries or when we're going, you know, in front of an HR business partner or a hiring manager on your behalf, we have to know about inflation. We have to know what the economy is doing. So mm -hmm. and then also on top of that, you also have to know, keep up to date on technology. You know, even when I was a manager and I was, you know, I still coach and mentor recruiters, mm -hmm. a great recruiter, you have to at least be able to, to talk at a conversational level about the technology you're recruiting on. Yeah. Um, that you get buy-in from candidates that way, but you also earn the trust of the hiring managers and business partners that you're collaborating with. Mm -hmm. So it's those things. And then also, you know, there's metrics, you know, just like... Uh, metrics for recruiters? Oh, yeah. What what do some of those metrics look like? Oh, man, like there's metrics around like um, days to fill. So like you right. have like, okay, we want you to fill this role. Um, and it with, needs to be filled by this date? By this date. Okay. Yeah, so it's, it's, a, lot like a, it's a lot like a sales position, man. really. You know, we want you to we want you to, you know, fill these amount of candidates, fill this amount of jobs by X, Y, Z days. Yeah. Or we want you to bring in these number of candidates. So it might be two hires per month. I had one job that was five hires per month. Right. Man. And it's I guess, man, that's an interesting type of pressure, because like you mentioned, it's sales, but it's it's kind of inbound and it's not just okay we're trying to get people. It's like we have people that are applying and interviewing, mm -hmm. but it's like I could fill the seat with just anybody, but I can't fill the seat with just anybody. Exactly. Yeah. So it's quality, right? Yeah. So, I mean, when you're when you're a tech recruiter, especially in big tech, you're a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. You're 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 a phone interviewer. You're you, you do you're a financial <laughs> analyst. You're a project manager. Yeah. You know, you're a diversity advocate. You're you know you're man. you're a lot of stuff, man. Um, and a lot of people don't realize it's more than just interviewing candidates and putting them in front of a uh, a, a hiring manager also then you're like you're a coach you're prepping you're prepping yeah. candidates you're trying to set them up for success so it's a it's a lot of things that go into being that yeah i think even someone like myself i've i've done interviews before mm -hmm. but i've never been a recruiter and so i think when most people think about recruiting even technical recruiting they just think like what you just shared they think like yo like you're just talking to the person seeing if they're a pretty good fit and if they're a pretty good fit you put them in a role <laughs> not realizing all the other pieces that they come along with that's why i know so many people that are like i want to be a, i want to be a tech recruiter and and i'm pretty sure they don't know all the pieces that you just shared that goes into it yeah it's a lot that goes into it yeah especially man. when you're full cycle it's a lot that goes into it man, you got to be a negotiator you got to be a closer Yo, that's that's why <laughs> I, I didn't even know so much went into it, man. Uh, extra extra respect uh, goes out to you and um and other other um tech recruiters. So, 
you talked about big tech. So you worked in big tech. You've been a recruiter for big tech. You've been a re recruiter for like small to medium sized tech. What are some of the differences from your experience and some of the differences that you think would be good for people to know who are applying to big tech versus small to medium sized tech companies? No, good question. So like with big tech, um, just working in big tech or even being just a, a tech recruiter, mm -hmm. like there's, <laughs> there's always so much innovation mm -hmm. all the time. Like the, like the technology changes, the product changes. So in big tech, you gotta keep in mind, you're working around like engineers and technologists that's always thinking big, yeah. right? They, they always- You need to think big, stop yeah. thinking small, think <laughs> yeah. big. So you, it's like, just like the sheer ability to keep up because not only is their technology and their product is changing, but also the industry is changing. Yeah. So it's like, it's fast paced, it's more fast paced not only from a work standpoint, but from a, a technology and innovation standpoint versus, you know, some of the you know smaller or, you know, mid-sized tech companies. Yeah, they're innovating and yeah, they're, they have quality products, but I just see the biggest thing for me is just the, um, the, the difference in pace. The pace is a lot faster mm -hmm. across the board, no matter. It's faster in big tech? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Then it is in some of the smaller, um, even though in the smaller mid-sized companies, you can wear multiple hats. Mm -hmm. In big tech, you have your hat, but it's still like staying abreast of what's going on. And the learning curve is much more robust. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So that being said, now that leads me to, to the question of how did you grow and scale to being not just, a, not just a recruiter, not just a tech recruiter, but a senior tech recruiter in big tech? Because all of those pieces, it's like, again, there are people who don't really know what they're doing when they're stepping into it. So I would love for you to share one kind of how you got into it and two at, at this rate in in this this day and age how others can like kind of follow in those footsteps yeah so my my journey um i've been a tech recruiter for 14 years Ooh. so man i've looked at resumes every day for 14 years God, and um i've uh, sat in a lot of interview debriefs uh, resume review sessions of my candidates and even people who weren't my candidates. So I've seen a lot of things that make a candidate successful and go far in the interview process, mm -hmm. but I've also seen a lot of things that kind of repel a candidate from going far. Man. So I bring that I bring that experience, but I think one of the key things that kind of separated me and kind of helped me grow was paying attention to the trends. Yeah. Not only in tech, but also in my profession. Mm -hmm. And when it was time for me to, you know, go outside of, you know, the confines of my company and network and, and talk to people and consult, I was like, wow, like you, you have a, a big knowledge base. Like, you know, could you maybe come, you know, talk to these people, talk to these people and kind of like share what you know. So that kept happening. I kept learning, kept growing. And like I said earlier, really learning the, 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 the learning the, the technology. Mm -hmm. Now, don't get me wrong. I, I can't go in and do any UI UX. I can't do any back end <laughs> code. You put me in front of Cali Linux. I can't pen test anything, <laughs> you know, but I, I gained the respect of the people who were the technologists. And that's how I really ultimately got into big tech. I got mm -hmm. recruited in, um, because of the work I did and, and networking. I think that's a lot of, that's one thing a lot of people don't put a lot of emphasis on is networking. Yeah. I had a great resume. I have a good resume now is, you know, you can have a, the most optimal resume, 
but the being a subject matter expert in something and being able to network where people can kind of hear that passion and you're mm -hmm. able to put your knowledge on display that's why i got a call from big tech yeah you know so and i the, the way i got in is because somebody referred me okay yeah so i mean and i think that's a big sleeper like 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 these companies do employee referrals. Yeah. So, so you're saying even as a even in the recruiting uh, sub industry, there's value to networking, so that way you can get doors opened up, even to be a recruiter at certain tech companies. Yeah. Wow. I, you know that's crazy. I guess many people think because we almost see recruiting tech recruiting as and and again, obviously there are different sub industries in tech. You have mm -hmm. pre sales. You have uh, you know you have cybersecurity. You have the product you have recruiting and it's but i guess most people kind of see it as like okay it's all of us and then there are the recruiters not like a, a weird separation but like okay mm -hmm. y'all's experience isn't the same but the more i'm listening to you the more i've spoken to other people like shanae uh and other guests uh, other tech recruiters i'm realizing man it's extreme y'all's experience sounds extremely similar like yeah. <laughs> extremely similar yeah yeah so and that's that's really I think being a tech recruiter I mean if you're looking to get into tech but you're not yeah. a technologist I think that's a great way yeah you know we're HR but the way I, how I've learned recruiting just like just like in development as front end and back end yeah in in tech recruiting or just in HR actually mm -hmm. that's front end and back end okay so I look at talent acquisition and tech recruiting is the front end that's the okay. front office like you're dealing with the people you know you're consulting you're collaborating you know you're you're you know working towards a goal you're going to you know industry events you know career fairs mm -hmm. you know things like that yeah versus back in hr is more like you know policy procedure garnishments hr law things mm -hmm. i wouldn't i wasn't necessarily interested in so you don't have to necessarily be real knowledgeable of hr mm -hmm. you have to have all those things that i mentioned before project management skills ability to communicate effectively mm -hmm. um the ability to um, learn research know your markets and things like that yeah. so you know if anybody was looking to you know get into tech and you know maybe not necessarily go to sales engineering route or the sdr route like mm -hmm. tech tech recruiting is a is a good launching pad i had no you don't i had no tech recruiting experience before i became a tech recruiter 14 years ago i was right out of college they don't have a major you have a degree for Bro, tech you recruiting. You were a tech recruiter before I even knew what tech was. That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's so why. It's it's been out for a while, you know, but it's yeah. just it's grown so much. Yeah. So yeah, that's that's really kind of the breakdown with that. Man, so I try to do my best to have these questions prepared, uh for one for myself, but two for Eric, so that way he's able to uh know how to kind of cut these videos up better to make his job easier. But I can't help I, I always have like real organic questions that like pop up because I think mm -hmm. people don't realize I really enjoy talking to I enjoy talking to the guests. I actually enjoy interviewing. I enjoy these conversations. Um, and so so I have a couple like sidebar uh, questions that I have. Um, and so within tech recruiting, like there are certain roles in tech and I'm speaking just from my vantage point of what I see. There are certain roles in tech that are very secure almost recession almost layoff proof like cybersecurity, where it's like companies really need that security but then there are like other roles like you know let's say someone being a software just a software engineer and it's like, okay after the product is built it's like depending on what's happening with the company depending on what's happening in the market the company might or might not need that software engineer anymore and depending on like their tenure what are some things that a tech recruiter can do 
to really solidify their position at a company if the company's deciding, hey, we need to do some type of shrinkage or we need to do like a freeze. Like how can a tech recruiter at a company best set themselves up to be, I guess, almost like recession proof type of thing? Because hmm. I mean, bro, you've been in the industry 14 years, you've been killing it. You've made all types of moves. Mm-hmm. And it's like, yo, like I'm sure that you've seen recruiters because I like talking to you and talking to a couple other recruiters I met. I'm like, man, s- s- some of y'all take this very seriously and I can see that. So what are some things that you think will be good for recruiters who are trying to scale and grow to where you're at Mm -hmm. and aspiring recruiters to do that could set themselves up one for success, but two, to make themselves stand out even at their own company that, that kind of brings them additional value. Yeah. I mean, besides, you know, you know, performance, right. Besides outside of like hitting your performance targets and everything like that, Mm -hmm. I'm a real advocate for recruiters having a brand. Okay. Yeah. Like right now, like in 2023, like okay. the world is digital, you know, it is. you get everything, you can get to know somebody from a, from an app. Like we all got a LinkedIn app on our phone. Yeah. Right. So I think one of the things is, you know, always making sure that not only are you adding value to the company, but you're adding value to your network and your community. Mm-hmm. And one of the key things I would say, like even with the recruiters that I mentor, right? Mm-hmm. You know, you want to, you know, want to be networking. Yeah. You know, I think recruiting is tech recruiting is a great role where you're almost you almost have to network. Yeah. You can't really reach your optimal level, really, in my opinion, if you don't network because. And I was telling somebody this a, a couple of weeks ago. I actually posted something like this on my LinkedIn, but networking is a value exchange. Okay. Yeah. But you unpack that? Yeah, yeah, sure. So a lot of times, and I see like even like recruiters that I mentor and coach or people I've managed before, they go into the network and they go into the community about thinking about what they can take yeah. from the network and what they can take mm-hmm. from the community. And there's nothing wrong with that. You go out, you go network for that. So they yeah. get something, but also think about what value can I add yeah. to my network in my community because that's what it is is a value exchange yeah anytime you go to a tech conference anytime you go to a mixer anytime you go to a, even a non-industry event where people are just around mm-hmm. think about like okay yeah you know these people can do this for me but what can i do for people yeah exactly. right so for a recruiter that's why i said you should be you should be doing resume breakdown sessions like like i'm doing you should be um coaching people you should be doing the greater good you know that keeps your skills sharp yeah that keeps you in the know of what's really going on in the market because networking being a value exchange is, is deposits and, and withdrawals, mm-hmm. you know? And I feel like, you know, a lot of times people, they withdraw from people way too much, you know? What, what, I guess what could, so if we can give like an example, so, okay, I'm a tech, I'm a technical recruiter. Um, I'm, I'm new. I'm a new mm-hmm. technical recruiter, uh, recruiting for, uh, I guess, entry level, entry level roles mm-hmm. um i'm at a at a at a tech event what does what does me networking look like not necessarily people i'm trying to hire but what does me networking how can i network at the event to like make connections and what are some things i can say or share mm-hmm. with other maybe technical recruiters hiring managers or people at various companies that could be a value exchange of where i'm showing my value to them you mean as a tech recruiter yeah yeah so typically if you're at like a, a networking event you're you're looking to get candidates right yeah but also you know like hey you know if you need some help with your resume let's talk um off to the side and i can help you yeah. right even if they can't do anything for your job slot 
you know, thinking about like the bigger picture, even mm-hmm. if they can't necessarily do something for your job, like, hey, you know, let me know. Like we can talk off to the side. We can go in the conference room real quick mm-hmm. and I can just kind of like, you know, run some things by you. Oh, yeah. You know, I've had plenty of people tell me, you know, coming up to a booth. Like, yeah, I just had a, you know, interview last week. It didn't go so well, so I'm looking. And I'm like, hey, you know, I'm not necessarily hiring for a Java developer, but hey, I want to see you do well. You know, maybe we can set some time up and I can just kind of just riddle some questions about you. Yeah. Right? Or like even like partnering with like like going to the other booths, talking to the other recruiters. Mm-hmm. You know, yeah, we're all competing for talent, but I think collaboration right now is necessary, especially amongst our people. It is. So it's like, hey, you know, what can I like what can I help you with? You know, like, hey, I have this platform. You know, let me help you get on, right? Like, what can I help you with? And let's help each other out. Yeah. So that's what that's what networking would look like. Like, if you go to that, it's a value exchange. Yeah. You know, like sometimes you're gonna have to pour into people before they pour into you, and vice versa. But make that's what that's what I would say the thing is. It's like the, the, that's what helped me grow my career, mm-hmm. and that's what I learned. You know, as far as like being able to maneuver. Yeah. I love it. I, when, you, when you said earlier, uh, it's not just what you can get from others, but like what you can add. It made me think about uh, like the political campaigns. <laughs> Ask not <laughs> what the tech industry can do for you, but what for you can do for the tech industry. Let me stop. Yeah. Uh, nah, bro. I, I love it, dude. I love it. Hey, y'all. We have some incredible, incredible news that I'm super excited about to finally announce our private tech community. Yes. Yes. You heard that right a private tech community exclusively for you all who want more than just the podcast, you want more than just the FAQs, you wanna talk with tech recruiters, you wanna talk with with hiring managers, you wanna talk with coaches, you wanna talk with people that can help with editing and rewriting your resume. Maybe you're somebody where you just wanna be a part of a community where we're talking about updates of what's happening in the software industry. Y'all, this community that we've launched is also going to involve a Discord where we're gonna be talking about updates in tech, we're gonna be talking about companies that are hiring. We're going to be talking about upcoming tech events. So that way you don't have to miss any of the gems that I know, but not even just what I know, but the gems that friends of mine that are also in the tech industry know as well. So if you want to be a part of that community, go ahead and sign up so that way you can join us. We have a few different tiers. Ultimately, it's all tuned in for you. Oh, and last thing, also within this community, we're going to be streaming all of our interviews with our podcast guests. So instead of you having to wait months to watch the videos later on, you will actually be able to watch the interviews in real time and ask your live questions to those guests. So make sure you join our tech community.